Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 11 to 1 Monday Motivation Motivation On LMFM Yes, it's Monday Motivation time and we are returning to Chris Slavin from Boston. She brought her positivity and enthusiasm to Dundalk this morning as Project Possible arrived in the Northeast. Pat O'Shaughnessy invited her to share her positive energy with the kids from Kilcurry National School and here's how they got on. Yes, Sinead, you're very welcome along. You're right, I'm here with Chris Slavin as she makes her way towards Bailibor and she stopped off at Kilcurry School to say hello to the children and take some questions and they all want to say hello to you. Hello! Now, just before we go, Chris, to some of the children, you have been talking, I've butted in here this morning just to hear what you have to say. You've been imbuing them with fantastic information, I have to say. What has it been like to sit in front of all of the class and listen to what they have to say to you for your project possible? I love to, I love being able to go to schools and to be able to talk 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 to kids. Um, I like to tell them what I'm doing, but it also kind of energizes me to be able to keep going. You know, it's a really really long cycle. It's 1,777 kilometers, and so I need that I need that energy. And your inspiration you had explained to the children was you had found out about the cycle around Ireland, which was an individual race, and all sorts of other cyclists who partake as well, right around unassisted you discovered that there wasn't that much for people to do in wheelchairs. You wanted to make people aware, and that's the idea of what you're actually at at the moment on your way to Bailiburgh today from Dundalk. Correct. That's, that's, that was the idea, was, was to be able to also raise funds to be able to provide those opportunities for people with disabilities here in Ireland. And the, the children have been throwing up some fantastic questions, and one that really, you know, I listened to, they asked you, are you sad? And you were just able to answer that so brilliantly and so buoyantly. You don't see yourself as having a disability as such. Well, I, I think that there are times during the day that I might be reminded of it when things are not accessible or when things are more difficult. But in general, it's just so much becomes so much a part of my existence that you don't think about it. And I think it's I think it's funny that other people in my life sometimes forget as well. So it's nice. It's a nice way to be. Well, we're going to try some of the children with some more questions and hopefully now they don't spooky with the questions. They're going over for us. What's your name? Zoe Tracy. Zoe, and what's your question? When did you decide to come to Ireland? The first time I decided to come to Ireland, I was seven years old, and I started saving to come to Ireland with my first communion money. But it took me until I was 23 before I had enough money to be able to come. And that's because I only got a dollar a week for allowance. <laughs> you had enough of an Irish family around you, but had a lot more than $27, I can tell you. What's your name? Maeve. And what's your question? Um, what has been the best part about your journey? 
That's so easy to answer. The best part about my journey is all of the people that I've met and the fact that I have had some trouble along my way. Not everything is always easy and you get you get kind of complications. And one of my complications is I went to, for a period of time without having a safety driver because he got sick. And so what happened was that I had people who came forward and were offered to drive for one day behind me. So I met people and I realized that people supported me even though I didn't know them and I left at the end of each day with having a new, a new friend. And then also all of the people I get to tell my story to and then I get to hear their story. Very good. And now, what's your name? Ema. Ema, what's your question? When did you start your journey? I started my journey on September 7th out of Killarney in, in, in Kerry. So way down, way down south and I went way up the west coast, all the way up to Ballantoy in, in Northern Ireland and then all the way around into here. And who have we now? What's your name? Shay. Shay, what's your question? Have you gone to any other countries? Great question. So when I came back, when I decided after my injury to come back to Ireland, I didn't travel for a little while. But then I decided to do a year of adventure for my 10-year anniversary after my accident. And I came back to Ireland, and I went to England, and I went to Spain, and I went to Norway, and I went to Canada. And I'd like to go to Germany, I think, in the Czech Republic. And when you hear the children being so interested in your story, that, that's part of what you're actually doing. You, you, you want to reach out to the wider public, and the best way really to reach out to the wider public is to educate our children, which is done in the schools nowadays and done so well. And then the children take these ideas home to the parents, and if they hear you saying, well, ma'am, you can park up on the footpath, because we heard Chris Slavin saying, I can't get past on my wheelchair. It's a great way to educate the children and educate the population in general. It is, and I find that because I have a service dog, that the most people, the people that know about service dog etiquette the most, that you're not supposed to pat a service dog or distract a service dog, are oftentimes the children, because I'll go into schools and other people have gone into schools. And so kids do kind of share, share that message, and oftentimes are the ones that are teaching their parents and their grandparents. And sometimes we, we don't give children the respect of the knowledge that they actually have. Because when we were listening to some of the questions, I mean, one of the children asked you here this morning as well, how much of a life-changing injury was it for you? And how did it change your perspective on life? And for, for them to be able to ask that question does in itself uh, let us know that they're quite aware of what you do and your, your ability or lack of ability in the chair. I think the kids have really great questions and I've had questions that have been um, you know along my way that have been questions about justice and fairness I've had questions about kind of like just like my like almost questions about my soul like what makes me who I am and and it just shows the connectedness that people have and the kids have and it's it's I think we underestimate children a lot of times we do, but not in the school. They certainly do not, indeed. <laughs> uh, I'm just going over to the principal for a second, uh, Kavina Goss, and thanks for allowing us in here this morning. When you do see, when, when you do see the children interacting like this, it, it's a fabulous thing to witness and see. It's absolutely wonderful. We're so grateful to Chris for calling to our school today. And as always, the children have excelled in how they have made her welcome. And I'm so proud of the children. And I'm delighted that Chris has had this opportunity to spread awareness about her project possible in our school. Thank you, Chris, for coming to see us. And just before we go, and thank you, Kevin, that's the principal there. Just before we go, um, we get the ch children to say bye-bye. What's the thing, you, you, you were quite emotional when you came in this morning and saw them lined out for you and their little flags. What was the thing that got to you the most? 
Um, gosh, like I love coming into like into a school and have the, I don't know, it just energizes me. But to see that they had made flags and they had made the Boston flag, and um, like there were the little four-year-olds wearing their little school uniforms and their tie, which ties, which always melts mm. my heart. Um, but I think just having people welcome you and to feel that they are interested in what you're doing or interested in what I'm doing. Well, indeed they are, and we're very interested in what you're doing, and thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Out of your very busy schedule, on your way to Bailiebor, which I hate to tell you, is the highest provincial town in Ireland. Do you have a tough cycle ahead of you today? I do, I do. I heard there was 10% grade. There is on the way. <laughs> and, and Sinead, that's it. It's been a wonderful morning here with the children at the Skull Nafer 4. Again, Kilcurry, they're really having a ball and some fantastic questions. This has gone out in your motivational piece this morning. What a motivation this lady actually is. And now we're just going to say bye-bye. So lift your headphones slightly off your ear because the children have practised this. Are you ready to say bye-bye to Sinead? Bye! Wow, that is unbelievable. Fair play to all the children involved there and to Chris Slavin. That has done my heart good this morning. It really has. She is spreading the message of Project Possible to the schools around the country. And look, I wish her all the very, very best on the journey as she continues forward. And as Pat says, on the highest uh, provincial town in Ireland she's heading to. So if you see Chris on the way, give her a beep, give her a wave. It's only going to boost her spirits. She's doing this journey completely solo. It's called Project Possible and you can follow her on Facebook. 11 to 1, Monday Motivation. Motivation. On LMFM. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.